1: And we have just entered into our second hour of the show and today is a Wednesday and we are starting on a new feature of Oscar Pasta. Mm. A very interesting one, very controversial, debatable conversation that we always have. Like whenever we bring up the subject, whether you are at church or whether you are having a conversation with your parents or eh, if you bring up the word tithing. Yeah, the issue of finances. (laughs) Chele fair like a te. Yeah, that's an area we don't want to. Touch. Yeah, it's very sensitive. Yeah. This is I I call this one of the most sensitive church topics yeah. ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. And joining us to unpack this very sensitive topic is the lead pastor of Builders Church and author of several books. Uh, a man who is married to Mazotem Msipa and blessed with two beautiful children, Wandy and Gosnati. And we are joined by Pastor John Msipa. Wow! Give
2: him a round of, a round of applause. applause. How Oh, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> wow, wow a very wow. good
2: morning, morning Muruti. Muruti. a very good morning to you too and yeah. um, i
3: wish i was john but i am jacob how
2: yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: do you get the john i
2: from don't you? know perhaps it's
1: a revelation
3: john the baptist, <laughs> john the
1: baptist. I I, like Muruti, like i for the longest of time in my head yeah like, no john is coming I, I don't know who else i was told, telling telling i was like yes he's yeah. coming I'm like, huh? but now but now you are corrected and now i'm Thank you so much.
3: Are you good this morning, Muruti? I am good. And how about yourself? We, we are good. Do you call yourselves the rich aunties? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's interesting.
2: Prophesying into the Yes, future. calling things that are not as they are. I Love touch you. and
3: agree with you.
2: Amen. <laughs> so, Muruti, we just decided that uh, we'd like to feature you for the whole month of uh, July uh, to tackle this issue of tithes. And offering because we know that it is a very sensitive subject issues of money particularly now we are in the middle of a pandemic people have lost their jobs and so forth and you know some are debating should i still give in the church should i still tithe god you see my situation and so forth you know so we want to unpack that for the month of july so uh getting straight into it muruti uh maybe for someone who is just ignorant who does not know what tithe is can you
1: break it down i wanted us? to read scripture i wanted him to unpack it from the scripture of my from the <laughs> scripture level point of view yes from the okay. very famous scripture of my Like three <laughs> right, verses 10. Right. Because I, I know <laughs> this for at the moment we start uh with offering at church correct and they, when they encourage the tithing part of it and this is i I, like, every month end. <laughs> <laughs> Kabouty 25, Kabouty 30. This is the scripture that we read. So, everyone that, that, whenever we speak about tithing, we all know, what we always go back to Malachi 3, verses 10, which mm-hmm. reads, Bring the whole tithe into mm. the storehouse that there may be food yeah. in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings that you will not have room enough for it. Mm. Tithing. Scripture said tithing. Let's unpack it. (laughs) What
3: is (laughs) tithing? Well, thank you so much for the invite, uh, especially to discuss this very controversial. Um, topic and it's it's one of my favorites actually. Um, wow. I've taken time in the past to do a study on this because it was also giving me a headache. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Um, as a Christian, for that matter, not mm. just as a pastor, mm. but basically um, tithing is let me let me define it in this way: it is a covenant practice of giving ten percent of your income to God via the church Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) simply put for me it's 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 that the Mm -hmm. covenant practice of just simply um, giving 10% of your income to God via of course the vehicle of the church and uh, we will of course, continue uh, to unpack it further. But let me also add that uh, tithing is one form of giving. It's Mm -hmm. it's not everything that... uh, It's not the only thing that you're supposed to give to God via the church, but it is one form of giving. But uh, we will get into that in just a moment. So I hope for a a normal, ordinary person Mm. um, at home, they will basically get an idea that when we are talking about tithe or Mm. tithing, what is it that we are we are talking about?
1: Mm, yeah. So you are saying the ten percent. This is where I'm coming. Yeah. Hore, now uh, I have read from Malachi three mm. verses ten, and mm. it says, "Bring the whole tithe." Mm-hmm. So now for a person who does not know, what he where where we. St- we break it down from where do we take the 10%? Why do we say, would bring 10% of your salary over your income into the storehouse? Where do we take that narrative of saying, which is led to 10%? Why, why can't I choose to bring 5%? Why can't I choose to bring 2% of my salary?
3: Yep. Well, let me, I think it's important for us to perhaps begin with giving context to, to this whole um, tithing thing. Yes. First of all, like I said, um, tithing is one form of giving, mm. right? So I think it's very important for us to, to, to understand that you first need to become a giver before a tither. Mm. Um, and what do I mean by that? I simply mean that, you know, the Bible commands us to give. You know, um, giving is central to Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, If you become a Christian, one of the key things that you get taught or one of the uh, key things that at least God is expecting us to do, it is to embrace the spirit of giving, the spirit of generosity. And that's why I always refer to tithing as one form of giving. So Mm -hmm. if you are not a giver at heart, you will struggle to... Uh, to tie, tie yeah. if i may put it like that so you first of all need to understand the concept of giving the concept um, of generosity the bible commands us to give the bible says the righteous man gives mm. so if we really say we are now the righteousness of god uh, in the same breath we mm. need to be saying that we are we are givers you know blessed is the hand that gives yes. and the one that receives that's mm. what the bible says and after we then embrace the concept uh, of giving, we then move to the next level, and we say uh, giving is regulated in Scripture. Mm. You don't just give anything and anyhow. Mm. If, and as much as we need to be giving from a willing heart, mm. and we we just give, you know, um, to God, but we need to understand that uh, it's not just any form of giving. And mm. we see that all throughout Scripture, when when Cain and Abel brought offerings before the Lord, mm. um, the Bible tells us that God looked at one offering uh, from from Cain and looked at also Abel's offering as well, mm. and he favored one over the other. Mm. What does that mean? It tells us that it's not just about bringing anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God looks at how we give. God does not, I always put it this way, God does not look at what you give, but he looks at where it comes from. Wow. Because sometimes a person can look like they've given much right. or they've given yes. a lot mm-hmm. you know but 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 only to find that in the eyes of god it is not in proportion mm. to the blessing mm. so that's why then we also look at a situation where there there was that widow uh, who gave her two mites that's what the bible says mm. and the bible tells us that jesus was watching over mm. you know the offerings that were given mm. and and sometimes this is where i get lost that you know we become so sensitive as we were saying mm. earlier on we become so sensitive about um, uh, talking about amounts and percentages and 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 uh, talking about how as the church, why must we look at how much people are giving? But yes. Jesus, Jesus Christ did it. Mm. God did it. He checked how people gave, how much they gave. So then, even as I was saying that giving is regulated, Jesus checked the two mites and 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 Jesus made a comment, by mm. the way. And he said, This woman has given a lot. And he was comparing it to what other rich people were giving Mm. who were giving even more than the two mites by Mm. the way but according to jesus jesus's calculation was no this one gave a lot because she gave out of her poverty this was the only thing she has but the other ones gave from their abundance so then this takes up takes us back then to the scriptures to say let's then study how do we give then this is where the scripture then breaks it down for us mm. to say, like I said, it is one form, form of, of giving. Mm. So 10% is not the only thing you are going to give, but this is, um, according to, to the scriptures, the first thing that you uh, that you give. I always say that it is the beginning of your giving. Mm. You become reasonable with God. If mm. if you give your 10%, then it paves a way for you to then come uh, mm. with any other form of giving that is prescribed mm. also in the scriptures. So, mm. so but specifically Specifically, the, the, the tithe is the 10%. This mm-hmm. is what I separate from, from my whole income that I receive. I separate it, give it uh, to the Lord via the vehicle of the church, and we're still going to get into that at mm-hmm. the later stage. But that is where we get the 10% from. Mm-hmm. So it's the beginning. It is It is what we give, um, and it is a covenant practice, like I said. And then there are many other forms of giving then mm-hmm. that are also prescribed from the scripture. Wow.
2: Mm. So Muruti since God looks at the heart, right? Mm-hmm. What are the dangers of giving from a grumbling heart? You are giving but you are murmuring at the same time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know I I love that and that's yeah. that's that's I think one of the other things that uh fascinates me with the Bible. You mm-hmm. know because in most cases the mistake that we do as Christians is to sometimes isolate scriptures from the rest of the counsel of the Bible, mm. right? And and the Bible talks about, of course, in 1 Corinthians 9, it talks about we need to um, to give from a cheerful heart, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And we need to give, you know, according to what we have determined in our hearts. That's what the Bible says. Mm. But we also need to look at what the Bible says about the heart. Mm. Because ordinarily, in the book of Jeremiah, the Bible tells us that uh, the heart of a man is actually, uh, what? how does it it's it says it is deceptive you know yes. the, and, and the heart of an ordinary person it is it is deceptive the heart can can deceive you the heart if it if it does not come from a pure heart, heart. it is it, it is going to be difficult for you to determine purely you know the right way of giving to God so it has to come from a pure heart it mm. it has to come from a heart david puts it this way let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable to you so that things that go on it like for an example if i have Uh, negative meditations in my heart about Mm. the church, Mm. about pastors, Mm. about God himself. If Mm. I've got questions and and I'm always, you know, um, uh, um, grumbling in my heart, Mm. my offering is going to come from that kind of a heart. Wow! And and when God looks at the heart, because in most cases, it's not about, you know, what we give. God Mm. looks at the heart first. Where does it come from? Mm -hmm. And when it like... Even us as human beings, Mm. if you're going to give me something, it is supposed to make me happy. It is supposed to be a gift to me. Mm. I'm supposed to celebrate, but Mm. if you give me something... And tomorrow I hear that after or before you gave me that thing, you had a conversation with somebody mm, else mm, and mm. you you were saying, oh, you know, this guy, he's like this and mm, like that. And and mm. now I'm going to give him this. And and mm. you are saying it, um, you know, with a very bad and a negative attitude. Yes. As much as I've received something that was supposed to make me happy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to enjoy yes. the gift because I realize where it comes from. Mm. As a matter of fact, when I look at it, it represents, the condition of your heart. No sweet smelling aroma whatsoever. whatsoever. No sweet smelling aroma whatsoever. So that's why it's important then for us to make sure that we purify our hearts with the word of God. Mm. We get the whole counsel of God. Jesus says you are clean because of my word. Mm. So we, we are not supposed to give out of what other people are saying. Mm. We are supposed to give out of what the word is saying. saying. And as we as we study the word, it washes our hearts. Mm. It washes our minds. And by the time I put that money on the altar, it flows from a pure heart. Correct. And it represents the, my attitude towards God, my mm. attitude towards the church, mm. my attitude towards the pastors. But if it's from an impure heart, mm. it misrepresents me. Mm.
2: and you are doing yourself an injustice by the way you have given your money away but it's not going to come back to you in a way that is supposed to yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. so we are in conversation with the Pastor Jacob Msipa. and you too can engage with us on our Facebook. We are live on Facebook on Hope Alive Radio Station. Uh, You can drop in any comments or questions you may have for him. It is Ask a Pastor, and (laughs) we are speaking about tithing on Twitter, on Hope Alive underscore radio. Send us a text on our WhatsApp or a voice note on 067-153-1089. We are speaking tithing. Hmm. So, Pastor Jacob Mseepa, you mentioned that... Tithing is a form, one of the types of giving yeah. and offering. Mm. So now that because now you are saying what are there are types of offerings and there are givings, <laughs> what is now the purpose of tithing?
3: Well, uh, the, the, the 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 purpose of the tithe really number one. Let me put it this way. That's why when I defined tithe, I said it is a, a for- co- it, it is a covenant practice. Right, mm. first of all. So so for me, it's all about. The, the beginning, the start to say this is how I I I I show myself as a, as a person who is willing to obey God when it comes to giving. That's mm. the first thing. The second thing is, it is all about what God has said in connection with the tithe. And I know we are still going to deal in details with the benefits of tithing. And the scripture that you have read there in Malachi 3, it really tells us clearly the purpose of, 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 of tithing. Mm. And, and let me not talk about it from the from the perspective of the benefit. Mm-hmm. But let me talk about it from the perspective of w- what is it supposed to do in hey, the church. You
1: see, and yes. this is why I'm saying, what is the purpose? Because mm. now, when you read it from Malachi 3, verses 10, mm-hmm. there is a promise yeah. that comes when it says, bring, uh, bring, bring the whole... Tithe into the storehouse. Mm. Now at the end, just in the middle, it gives you the promise and Mm. see if I will not fill up your storehouses. So now that is the promise that is there. So, and I always feel like maybe people now, because whenever we are being encouraged at church from Malachi 3, verses 10, to Mm. say that if you bring your tithings, Mm. there is a promise to it. Mm. So now I feel like then it dissolves the whole purpose of it to say, "Good, okay, but in tithe, Mm. because now there's a promise. Uh, If I don't tithe, it means my storehouse is going to be empty. Mm. So I want you to break it down bit by bit Without touching on the promise to what is the full purpose of actually us tithing okay. without thinking about the promise that is in the Bible. Yeah.
3: Okay. Let me let me start here. The Bible says in Malachi three, right? Bring the whole tithe. And I love the fact that it says the whole <laughs> no, the yeah. whole, whole tithe. No, no, whole. <laughs> the whole tithe. It must be complete, yeah. right? Mm. And, and 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 it says, so that there may be food in my house. Mm. And for me, that it sums it up very nicely and very beautifully to say if I am a Christian and I have the best interest of the church at heart. I need Mm -hmm. to realize that there is nowhere else where God is expecting people to sponsor the church. Mm -hmm. You see, if if Christians can be faithful with tithes and offerings, there's no need for churches to have fundraisers. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, God is not, according to the Bible, God Mm -hmm. is not actually counting on the wealth to finance the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God is counting on Christians to finance the church. So so if we have that full understanding to say the well-being of the church is actually dependent on depends. us as the believers, this is the reason why God blesses us. We need to understand that when God blesses us, he has an agenda, mm-hmm. he has a motive. When God gives you his favor, he opens doors for you to go and work, to go and start a business, to be successful and prosperous in your life, God has an agenda. Mm-hmm. He has an agenda uh, so that he can actually in return. 10 use you and the finances that he has blessed you with beginning with the 10% so that they can be food mm. in the house, house of, of God and that food can be so, you know different things you know the, the, let me just talk about the well-being of the church right. for the church to function, to function. Uh, for the church to operate for mm. the church to be able to preach the gospel mm. for the for the buildings that we have to you know to be maintained mm. the lights and mm. everything it is dependent on what we bring in the church just like how the government when the government gives its citizens Uh uh, the privilege of participating in the economy the government Mm -hmm. has an agenda Mm -hmm. they are going to open up business opportunities to you Mm -hmm. Um, you you are going to get those contracts those tenders you are going to be employed uh, but they have an agenda Mm -hmm. they want to tax you to get that (laughs) money back and and what is it for it is for their well-being the government does not take that money I know and that's why we call it corruption when the government takes that money and they use it it for their Themselves, then it's corruption. But if they are using it to sustain the government, to sustain the country itself, our roads, and many other things, so that's the main purpose, right? But of course, it has the the the, the, the promise attached to it, and 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 I'm not going to touch on the benefits. But I want to add this and say, look, it, 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 the the promises are not supposed to be our motive of giving tithe. Mm. But they are supposed to be our expectations. Patients. We need to expect that when I do this, God is going to do that, you know, but that is not the reason why I'm doing it. (laughs) I am doing it because I love God. I am doing it because I love the church. I love the kingdom. Mm. I am for the kingdom. I am kingdom minded. I understand that when I give the church is going to continue. When I give, you know, pastors are going to preach the gospel. When I give people who are employed in churches are going to be paid. When I give, that's why even today we are under lockdown, but the church is going continue to preach the gospel. We had mm. to switch, be online, you know, uh, bring in the equipment and, and be able to reach people out there. That's why many churches were giving food to the poor. Mm. Why? It is because there are faithful people in the church who understand the, the agenda of the kingdom of God. Mm. So that's why I always say, if you struggle to, to tithe, it means you don't understand the purpose of it. You don't understand why why are we tithing. Mm. So, so if you're only tithing for the benefits, of course, you're going to Tithe once and tomorrow mm. you are going to expect the benefit. Hey, and, and if the if,
1: benefits don't come, then, then you then stop. stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, yeah.
3: so, but as for us, and by the way, I'm a pastor and I am a tither at heart. Mm. I tell you, I tithe every month. I tithe, in the, as a matter of fact, let me not say every month, each time I get income, I tithe. Mm. I tithe. Why? Because I understand the purpose of it. Wow. I understand that when I tithe, I, I am contributing towards the well being of the church mm. and I'm contributing towards the the establishment and the expansion of the kingdom of God.
2: So, Muruti, we have a question here on social media, on Facebook. And uh, Hope Mabasa is asking, should one tithe from their gross or Or net net. income? And she (laughs) specifically Specifically says that she is asking for a friend, not for (laughs) (laughs) herself.
3: That's because I know her. So that's why that's that's why she is mentioning this. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just put it this way. I normally joke around and Mm. this is me fooling around. I hope nobody will take offense. I always say that tithing from the net is gross.
2: Okay. Let <laughs> me just. Yeah. Words, yeah. Let, uh, you I'm
3: come just and uh, jokes. <laughs> 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 no, but, but honestly speaking, um, I think for me, that should not even be the, the, the debate, yeah, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Because when government is taxing you, where are they taxing you from? Mm. They're taxing you mm. from, from the cross, cross. Mm. not from the net. So that's why I, I find it hard when people start calculating when it comes to God. They want to differentiate between net and gross, gross but hectic. government did not actually ask for your permission.
2: Right, they
3: take what they know rightfully belongs to them. You see, 15 percent, in as far as VAT is concerned, belongs to the government. Yes, and there are, there are also percentages that they work, they work out in terms of income tax and many different forms of taxes that they, the, the government does not ask for our permission. Sure. They say this is. Our money, it belongs to us, and, and actually, that's what the Bible says about even tithe. It belongs to God. That's wow. why I always say, when you are tithing, you are not actually even sowing a seed. When you are tithing, you are simply giving God what belongs, belongs to, to Him. Wow. Because the Bible says tithe is be, tithe, belongs. tithe belongs to Him. Yes. It's His. He says, The firstborn is mine, the first ten is mine. So when we are we when we are tithing, we are returning to God to be grateful for what. Uh, he has done for us. And we are retaining what already belongs to him. Mm-hmm. So he does not even have to ask us to. That's why in Malachi specifically, he says, you, you rob me. I mean, mm, robbing yeah. mm. robbing is a term that is used when people will go to an extent of calculating just to work out yeah. things yeah. that yeah. are yeah. going to <laughs> favor <laughs> them, right? Yeah. So that's why they're God says, in other words, you you keep on calculating. Each time wow. money comes yeah. in, you are wondering, you are calculating, you are mm. doing this. That's why you are specifically saying, you are robbing me. Mm. You, you, you know what I mean? So yes. for, for us as Christians, I, you know, we first need to understand this principle, its purpose. Then we won't struggle with the calculations. Mm. We mm. will gladly give from the cross we will be happy to say you know what um, uh, even if it calls for me to give my all because I'm giving it to the God I love Hmm. I'm giving it to the church I love and I appreciate and I'm part of Hmm. and I'm contributing towards the establishment and expansion of the kingdom of God let
1: us not rob God God. my goodness. Because (laughs) I think it comes Mm. uh, like when we are trustworthy in the things of God, you will not have the questions of saying which gonna do I tie it from my net. Gonna do I tie it from my grass. But it is thirty-five minutes past the hour of ten o'clock. Let us take a quick break. And when we come back, we are continuing with our conversation of tithing. You can uh, engage with us on our WhatsApp line on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine questions in regards with tiding and pastor jacob msipa will answer it for you (laughs) 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 let's take a break and we'll be back
0: you're listening to hope alive your number one online christian radio station
3: my strength is for protection not harm my words to build not shatter my resources to uplift
4: not exploit
3: hope alive radio condemns and stands against All
4: forms of gender-based violence. No human life should suffer at the hands of another. Together, let's stop this pandemic eroding our society
3: and humanity. Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future.
5: Do you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise on Hope Alive Radio and reach customers around the world. Call us on 011-976-0600 or visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za. Alternatively, you could email info at hopealiveradio.co.za for more information. Act now and get more clientele. Ending. The tree is still green, but mustard seed. It is not affected by the physical things, by what you see, because faith. It is not the issues of sight. We don't walk by sight. Walk for by you it. to take your testimony out there. Hi, this God has been so good <speaking> to me. me. <speaking> Do you want your sermons or church to reach more people around the world? Visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za or email info at Hope Alive Radio for more information on how to submit your 30 minute sermon on Hope Alive Radio. Alternatively, you can call us on 011-976-0600. Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. We still have Amen in this
2: place! It is exactly 38 minutes past the hour 10 o'clock and you are still tuned into the talk right here on Hope Alive radio station. We continue to shape minds for a better future. And uh, we are still in studio with Pastor Jane Sipa talking all things tithes and offerings. And Muruti, our lines are buzzing. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you. So let me just take mes- messages from our WhatsApp line. This one is from uh, Pastor Putimuyaha and he is saying apostle nsippa is an exceptional teacher of the word who does not shy away from engaging continuous issues contentious issues i love how he said you first need to be a giver before a tither this is bef- this is because tithing is one form of giving there are a lot more ways of giving uh, that we need to graduate to and he continues to say tithing is not about how much money we give to god but rather how- about how much of God's money do we give back to him? Shout out to you, Pastor Puti Moyaha. We love you. We appreciate you. Now, here's a question, Muruti, from Londi. Londi is saying, other than tithing, uh, what's what's the kind of offering that touches God's heart or makes him to move? The one thing that brings great aroma uh, for him to look at you with a smile. I need a breakthrough. This is from Londi.
3: Well, any any form of giving that is given from um, a pure heart, right? Um, and let me let me add to that and, and say that, first of all, anything that we do um, for God or with God, that is not from faith. The mm. Bible actually says it is sin, mm. you know. So, so it has to come from revelation. It has to come from understanding by the Spirit of God. I think as much as it goes back to what we said earlier on, as much as giving has got benefits, Mm -hmm. but we must not only give because we are aware of the benefits yes. we need to get the whole understanding whole revelation of the purpose of giving because sometimes your your breakthrough might not come through your offering it might come through your prayer or your hard work or whatever else so that's why it's very important for us to understand that when if we believe you know it has to be a seed that we sow for for a lack of a better word we've got to have the full understanding i always say that when you give there are three ways in which you can give. The first one is you can give in a um, as a donation in a condescending manner. So in yes. other words, you give because you can afford to do so. Mm. You give because you have. Mm. You 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 give because you are saying um you know what um, I have hundred rands to spend, so I might as well give it to the church. And mm. I call that you know a donation. Mm. This is where you say I don't have to get anything back. You see you see people who give like that mm. who who's, who want to say to God, God, you don't have to bless me. I I'll, mm. I'll I mean, I can afford Mm. to give to you. Mm. You know, that kind of giving makes you miss out Mm. on what God can do for you. Secondly, there are people who give out of obligation. Mm. this is when you do it out of religious obligation yes. you, you, you give because they say boudic you must boudic give boudic yes. Yes. Yeah. you know yes. yeah. <laughs> you you give because there was a scripture that that was opened and mm. it made you feel guilty you give because you feel like well it's part of the things that yeah. christians do and yeah. um, i believe that that's the you know you you can start there sometimes mm-hmm. we all start there we, we come to church they're talking about giving and we give but in most cases we don't have understanding we don't have revelation but then there you can give out of revelation yes. so first is donation, secondly is religious obligation, mm-hmm. thirdly is revelation, this is where you understand the purpose mm-hmm. of it, this is when the Holy Spirit has opened your eyes and, and it brings faith in your heart, mm-hmm. you see where the Bible says faith comes by hearing hearing from the word so now so, so when God speaks to you about giving and then it brings faith and you do it out of, fra- or out of faith from that place of faith yeah. then that is when your offering is going to produce results, mm. but if you are doing it simply out of you know as a donation or religious obligation, mm. you are going to miss out on the breakthrough that you are looking mm. for. So first, understand the purpose of the kind of offering that you want to give. Sometimes God, um or, well, let me let me spare that for another question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's important that you should be convicted as Aha, well. Yes, okay. and Thank
3: that you. conviction comes from that revelation. The mm. word has got to pierce your heart mm. and mm. bring that conviction yeah. to say, now I am doing it. Not because somebody says I must mm, do it. Mm. Not because the pastor said so yeah, and yeah. you shall rip. No. Yeah. Now it has hit home. Wow. Yes. And I am stepping at it's like when you pray. You don't you don't pray because you are told, told that right? you're supposed to pray. Mm. You pray because you feel there's a need for you to talk to God. Wow. And when you do it from that place, it becomes effective.
1: And you know mm. when you say that, I'm like, I, I, I'm i reminded of so many conversations mm. uh, with, with, with friends and with families mm. and when we're like, and I spoke to my sister about it just i'm like oh so we're going to be speaking about tithing Mm. hopefully she's listening and she was like one of the questions like uh you must ask Pastor Jacob Msiba whether are we now, is it a must that uh, <laughs> we must tithe? And I'm I I am glad you answered the question of saying well, yeah. is it a must? Mm-hmm. Because some people do it because they feel like it's an obligation, a yeah. religious obligation mm. to say, t- no, uh, twenty-five, fifteen, thirty. Now I must do it because mm. the pastor says so, not because it comes from the heart. And I'm like, okay, now does now that Make God happy when you are doing out of obligation instead of doing it out of the abundance of the heart.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, that's so interesting because for me, I always say once you have the revelation, once you have the understanding, nobody has to tell you. That mm. you must give when and how and whatever yes. you 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 will be more than happy to do so, mm. you know. And, and 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 interestingly enough, I just had a conversation with my wife, you know, this morning, and we were reading a scripture, and I, and, and I was saying, you know, this is one of the scriptures that when I read it, it's it, it, I think it's in the book of Exodus somewhere. I can't remember correctly. It was talking about do not delay to give your offering, you know. Mm. And I said this is one of the scriptures that when I read it hit home wow. that it made me. To to say you know what each time I receive any form of income I don't delay I sure. I just simply any that's the first thing any form of income any form do. of income wow. the first thing I do it's like giving is my first response mm. if I may call it like that when I receive money the first thing I think about before I think about spending let me plan let me plant, let me give because I don't want by the time I realize oh I'm left with a little mm. now there's no room right. for me to give right I I need to not delay give it first get it out of the way mm. and by the time this money gets I now know I've already given you know so so it makes me excited it makes me a cheerful giver mm. it makes me not hesitate to give you know wow. but only revelation and understanding can give you that
1: mm, and i know you're a cheerful giver that's why we are having <laughs> a <laughs> giveaway to all our hope alive radio station listeners yes. so gadi 28 the last wednesday yeah. when we are doing the, when we're wrapping up tithing and so forth and we have two books that pastor Jacob Sipa would like to give away Yay. so the other one is titled to tithe or not to tithe. Wow. Um, so the fir- the 21st Century Church 10, 10% Saga and the other one is the 12 Biblical Benefits of Tithing. So these are the two books that we'll be giving away mm. uh, month, the last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So you must be a loyal listener. So we're going to have a Bible trivia, ask a yeah. pastor type of thing happening right here in studio. So if you want to win yourself um, the two books, stu- do stay tuned. Yes. And and maybe we'll
2: ask uh, uh, them, Hore, uh, what were the first few uh, things he touched on on the first <laughs> yeah. episode. On the oh first podcast?
1: <laughs> so most definitely, yeah. if you would like to win yourself these two books, uh, just get in touch with us. Stay connected every Wednesday from the hours of 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock when we speak tithing with Pastor Jacob Mseepa.
2: So we have uh, our WhatsApp line is
1: 067-153-1089. You can send
2: us through your text and your voice messages as well. And uh, we have a text here. Producer, can we hear what the listener is saying? Hope Alive. Good morning.
0: My question for oh, you is that um, I've been in a season where um, I have decided, I've made a decision that my tithes I would rather send them to my mother than bringing them to the church. So I um, not necessarily that I'm a sole breadwinner, but my mom um, is not working. She doesn't have any income. She's old and she expects, um, not really expects, but I feel it's very right for me as her child to be sending um, money for her. So uh, lately I have been financially challenged to a point that I felt I've made a decision. With what I'm supposed to bring in the house as a tithe, um, divated it to where I send it to my mother. My ma-
3: oh my goodness, yes. that's a very interesting one. Yes,
0: <laughs> um,
3: I, I think maybe before I, I answer that question directly, whether is that advisable or not. Mm. First, let me uh, say this: it's it's always a good thing to give money to your parents taking care of your parents yeah. is is scriptural let me mm-hmm. put yes. it like that mm-hmm. as a matter of fact the, the bible tells us that if you are unable to take care of your family you are worse than a heathen you know mm-hmm. so so the bible encourages us to do so mm-hmm. and and that's that's required however
4: mm.
3: that can't um, replace tithing mm. uh, giving money to your parents can't replace tithing the Bible is very clear when it comes to tie, that it belongs to God. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. So, so it it, it it becomes a problem then when we say we are going to redirect mm-hmm. tithing. I'd rather send it to my mom because mm-hmm. because that is not what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. Because the, the what we need to do is is that when we say okay, I want to do something like this, right? Let me rather, especially if you are a Christian, let me call mm-hmm. it that. Because as Christians, we are counselled by the scriptures. So I need to go back to the Bible and understand now how do I Um, handle my finances, for an Mm. example. I always say, and I hear the sister is saying um, that she's so much um financially challenged that she had to redirect uh, the tithe mm. to the parents then and that also tells me that uh, perhaps she does not even have a healthy relationship with money and the bible teaches us all of those principles to say how do i handle money as a christian it's prescribed in the word god does not want us to be in debt to a point of being unable to give because then it simply means that you know i'm um, i've committed my money to other things in such a way that the only money that is available for me to give or to plant or to help my parents with mm-hmm. is the tithe. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a very dangerous space to be at. We, we need to understand that one, I always say that as a tither, we are going to touch on it when we are talking about um, the benefits, is that, God gives you financial wisdom. The part of opening up the windows of heaven is so Mm. that God will help you to handle the 90%. Mm. Mm. He he will help you make sound decisions about the 90%. I always, you know, put it this way, that there are um, um, three things that will lead you to financial crisis, for an Mm. example. Uh, And one of them is that being unable to handle finances well. If you are unable to handle your finances, of course you'll find yourself in a situation where you've got to now choose between buying bread and giving. And, and that's not what God says. God says, I give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So that is, that is that, there's no challenge. That's why God says, in proportion to your blessing, God does not want to take away everything you have. God wants to you to allocate your money properly. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Caesar. Give to God what belongs to God. God. So we must just be in control of our finances. So if I'm saying I'm so much pressed, I can't help my, my parents. It simply means I need to go back to how, I am handling my finances and restructure my finances and then so that I can be able to um, help my parents out wow. or my friends or mm. any other person for that matter.
1: Yeah, I I, 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 I got in my answer. I, I had a question and you answered it because I think maybe the the, the narrative came from how the money that comes to church needs mm. to be used. Where they say you need to be giving to the old, you need to be feeding the poor and so forth. And I think when you said, Hure, no, we need to know how to handle our, our finances. Our, fi- our finances, because you know, what? Ten percent belongs to God, mm. and then the ninety percent, you need to know how to manage it. So, I think now we, I, I have found the answer to say, "What you know, ten percent belongs to God, yeah. and whether you want to give to the poor, whether you want to give to the beggar on the streets, that needs to come from your 90%. ninety percent. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let us not rob God. Yeah. Do we have another voice note? Oh my. God. <laughs> We have another voice. And, note and, and the voice notes, mind you, are
2: two minutes long. And we Jeez. encourage people to send just yeah. one minute <laughs> the voice because there are tons and tons. And uh, I know that there are some other questions that will overflow. So we'll tackle them the following week, yeah. already, because people uh, have been sending a lot of questions and so forth. Uh, so, due to time, we won't be able to. Yeah, and cover I think we also have some on our socials as well. Yes, mm. on so, social media. So let's hear what uh, the listeners say.
4: Hi, um, I'd like to bring in, you know, a different perspective. Um, and this is in answering the question, what is the purpose of the tithe? So here's how I'm interpreting um, you know, the Bible, right? So um you we'd all appreciate that there's a principle of first mention in the word of God, and um and where we see the tithe appearing first is in the book of Genesis, I think it's chapter fourteen, where Abraham you know, goes to war and um, he wins a battle, right? After winning the battle, then he meets with Melchizedek and then, you know, upon meeting Melchizedek, um, then he, you know, um, he, he, he gives Melchizedek a tenth. So several things happened there. First of all, when he met Melchizedek, Melchizedek proclaimed a blessing on Abraham. So the blessing came before the tithe, number one. Secondly, when Abraham gave the tithe, he actually gave the tithe, not from uh, his own wealth or his own possessions, but he actually gave a tenth from, um, you know, from the possessions that he won from the battle. So from his increase and not from his own wealth. So that's something interesting, you know, um, and that that begs the question. Should we really be giving the tithe you know, from our income, our monthly income, or from and or from the increases?
3: Oh, well, <laughs> that ended abruptly. Right. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, when I came to the to the program, I promised myself that, uh, well, I can entertain um, questions to right. a certain extent. Right. Um, but uh-huh. I, my intention is really not to come and, and debate. So I, I think I will just simply acknowledge the comment. Mm-hmm. But then it, when it comes to the question, must we give uh, from our... Um, from the increase or or what Mm. you you know for me is any form of income if it's yours god is expecting you to give from what is yours Mm -hmm. you know and and like i say i will avoid to get into um, the the (laughs) debate and the point that my brother is sending Mm. but for me is if if it's my money if it's my salary if it's my business income whatever the case may be Mm. You know, I I give from that, and mm-hmm. God is expecting me to give from that. I don't know any other form of uh, having access to money that I can give other mm-hmm. than my money. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I I don't. I don't know. It. I can't give your money. I can't give the. You know any person's. Ma- I can only give what mm. belongs to me. Mm. You know. Uh, anything that is not mine, I don't have a right to give. Mm.
1: And mm. I, when you, when you, when you say that, any form of income that comes to you, and I think I read this yesterday. I think it's in the book of Deuteronomy where it says uh, the first fruits of any of your income, like any, any, any. If you have a side hustle, you must ten percent belongs mm-hmm. to the Lord. Mm. If it's from your salary. belongs to the Lord. And I'm going to wrap it up with the scripture from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5. No, 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 no. It's not 5. With Mm 9. Where it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, Mm -hmm. with the first fruits of all your crops.
2: My goodness.
1: That yeah. sums it up. <laughs> You're not reading the promises. <laughs> and, and, no, no, and, and I don't want to read. I'm not, yeah. I'm not reading <laughs> promises. It says honor
3: the Lord with your wealth. Just right. what we must do. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that, that's it. So
1: increase salary, uh, side hustle. Yeah, yeah. Yonk. (laughs) (laughs) And it is 56 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock. We have had a very good conversation with Pastor Jacob Msipa. Catch us next week. Same time, same place. Still tackling the issues of ties. All your questions will be answered, I promise. But
2: before we wrap it up, Muruti, what are your last words to the listeners as we're going to continue, of course, next week, Wednesday?
3: Well, my last words can be um, that you know, let us let us just be generous people. Mm. You yes. know, let us allow God to work in our hearts so that we can just be um, generous people. Let's practice generosity. Give to God. Give to other people. Help other people out. Give to the church. You mm. know, just be generous. It's, mm. it's it's always a good thing to do. Just be wow. generous.
2: If mm. you are in a position to help, help, help. help. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It is exactly 57 minutes past the hour at 10 o'clock, and that's how we wrap up our conversation today concerning tithes and offerings. We acknowledge your questions and your comments. We are not ignoring them. We continue next week, Wednesday, again with Pastor Sipa as he continues to talk about tithes and offerings. At top of the hour, we'll be taking news. For now, let's take music, and we'll go straight into the news.